everybody, and welcome back to the Out To Be Podcast. It's your host, Katie Zaccardi, and on today's episode, we are going to be talking about what to do if your ideal audience isn't engaging with you on social media. So if you tuned into our three-day free challenge all around launching that happened this week, uh, you probably know a little bit about this because we chatted about this on days one and two. By the way, if you're listening to this on Wednesday morning, the day that it drops, you can actually still get in on this challenge because day three goes live today at 7 p.m. Eastern. So you can catch day one and two on the replay and even catch us live for day three if you sign up now. This is your last chance to sign up. You can do so by heading to katiezacardi.com slash free challenge. This challenge is all around the three biggest mistakes to avoid when launching as a beginner. And in this, we cover how to create an offer, how to warm up your audience, and we cover having a confident sales strategy. So this free challenge has been amazing so far. Like I said, you still can get in on it. This is your last chance today only to get in and be able to watch the replays. Head to katiezacardi.com slash free challenge to sign up. Now, this podcast episode was inspired by some conversations we had in the challenge Facebook group and a lot of questions I was getting around warming up your audience in preparation for launch and in general. We talked about defining your ideal audience or your ideal client or fan avatar in our free challenge. And with that and with doing some market research came the question of, well, what do I do if like my audience is not engaging with me at all? Somebody said, I feel like social media holds you back because of the algorithms. That is a direct quote. Someone in our free challenge was expressing that they felt like social media was holding them back from being able to discover their ideal audience in the first place. So first thing I want to do is dispel this myth. Your audience is not coming to you because of social media algorithms or defined. That is my dog growling outside the window. Oh my gosh. Okay, I just took a break to show him the other puppy that was walking outside the window. Oh my lord, this is what happens. He was being so good when I started and now he's like freaking out. It's fine, we move on. So as I was saying, the social media algorithm does not define your ideal audience. You have to get clear on this. You have to know what your ideal audience is. The step in sequence that you're going to follow is number one, define who it is that you want to teach and who your ideal audience, client, or fan is. Number two, put out great content that speaks directly to them and that is something that they would and will consume. And then number three, let the algorithm do its work to continue pushing that content to the right people, allowing you to get more likes because the content that you're putting out there is so good, yada, yada, yada. I've said it before, you know, we've all been there where we're like, oh, I feel like the algorithm is screwing me over and that's the reason I'm not getting likes and that's the reason I'm not getting followers and blah, blah, blah. It's not true. Yes, the algorithm changes and we want to make sure that we're keeping up with these changes, In January 2021, when I'm recording this right now, something that you might want to keep in mind is that Instagram is pushing reels over any other feature because they want to compete with TikTok. Um, And keeping in mind that any new feature that Instagram does implement is going to be something that they push because they want to see if people are liking it and using it and how it's going. So you can keep that in mind as far as the algorithm goes and use that as a way to uh, inform how you're creating your content. But if you're not getting likes or you're not getting followers or you're not getting engagement and if nobody's voting in your polls or nobody's watching your stories, it's not just a matter of the algorithm. It's also a matter of content. 
If you have good content out there, people will watch it. And it might take some time. It's not like it happens overnight. And it's not like it's a matter of virality. It's not like you're just going to go and post something good out there and like all of a sudden you're going to get traction. If you're getting low story views, you have to train your Instagram followers to watch you and to continue to watch you. And once you get that continuous, consistent um, views, growth, comments, etc., then it'll start to grow from there. So it takes time, it takes patience, and it takes consistency in making sure that you are doing the work behind the scenes first to define your ideal audience and, again, consistently putting out great content out there that speaks to them in order to get the results that you want. But I don't want you to get caught in the belief or the excuse that the social media algorithm is holding you back. So again, first thing that you need to do is go and define who your ideal audience is. If you're not sure about that, here is where you can start. So I want you to ask yourself some of these key questions. First thing that I think is really the most important thing when defining your audience is that you want to think about yourself first. Now, I know this sounds a little silly because you're like, uh, we're talking about my audience, not about me. But you need to ask, what do you want to do or what do you do or teach? And who do you want to share this with? So knowing who you are and what your brand is and the things that you like and the other hobbies that you have outside of what you do and what you teach, as well as this very specific, uh, you know, like I help statement of I help, you know, I help women in music get rich. That's mine. And in, in short, or maybe yours is music. You know, I am an indie musician who does this, blah, blah, blah. Whatever it is that your I help or I am statement is, You want to make sure that you're clear on that, you're clear on your brand pillars, and then you can ask yourself what I do, what I teach, and who specifically I want to share it with. You don't have to dictate your ideal audience based on who gravitated towards you naturally, especially if you're putting a stick in the ground, a stick in the ground, that's not right. (laughs) What is this something, a stick in the sand? You know what I'm trying to say. As long as you're making a point right now to say, okay, I'm going to move forward with intention and I'm going to launch this uh, offer out into the world, whether that offer is a Patreon or a coaching offer or whatever it might be. If you're moving forward with more intention and clarity right now, you don't have to just like take the people who happened to come along or happened to come to your page beforehand with you. You get to decide who you want in your community moving forward. So that being said, ask yourself some key questions like what type of people do you love to be around? What do they like to do? What do they like to talk about? What kind of people kind of rub you the wrong way? And what environment do you want to create in your life? Then you can get even more clear by asking What are these people struggling with right now, especially in relation to you or your offer? Or what are they looking for in a positive way to add into their lives? That's going to be especially relevant for a Patreon offer. You know, what do they want? What are they craving? What's holding them back from taking action? What's holding them back from getting what they want? Where do they need support and help right now? And what do they want to think or feel? So those are some key questions that you can use to help you decide and curate who your ideal audience avatar is. You can think of one person in particular, you can think of kind of a group of people, whatever works, but you want to get this clarity so that you can start to create content for them. Now, if your audience isn't engaging at all, again, content, 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 but there's a couple types of content that will get people engaged. So big mistake is coming right out of the gate and just 
starting like, okay, I'm going to put great content out there and doing like really hard hitting stuff um, or really like teaching oriented stuff or asking for like really specific market research or anything like that because that's not always easy for people to engage with. It takes more thought, it takes more intention and people are moving at a fast pace and if they're already barely seeing your content, they're probably not gonna take the time to read like a longer post or something that takes more thought to answer from them. But what you can do is start with personal content, fun polls, things that get people engaged, things that people will have an opinion about. You can post about your dog. You can post about, you know, should I buy this dress or should I not? Uh, Do you like this song or not? You know, coffee or tea, like those kinds of silly things and just kind of sprinkling those types of polls or question boxes or whatever it might be throughout your content in your stories regularly will help to get people engaged on a very basic level. People are going to be more open and willing to engage with that kind of lighter content than they will with maybe some of the things that you really want to say or post. You can still post those things, but even if it's just earlier in the day, taking some time to do a more personal or casual or fun sort of engagement post, that should hopefully impact your engagement positively later in the day when you ask a more important question. (laughs) So make sure you're showing up regularly and don't be afraid to really put a focus on personal content as you start to just build up your relationship with your fans. Obviously you don't want it to be just personal content, and you don't want to forget about the music or the coaching, add some value in there, but a lot of personal content will help to get people engaged in a more fun way and also help people get to know you as you continue to build up your audience. Then you want to focus next on putting really great content out there that simply serves them. So again, asking the question like, what do they need? What do they want right now? Where do they need help right now? If you can do some teaching posts or mini trainings or things like that to help them get quick wins and also get to see what you're all about, that is going to be really helpful in getting them engaged and getting them watching. So in short, provide value. Provide value in whatever way they need value. Whether you're there for comedic relief or spiritual insight or, you know, teaching on how to market your music better or whatever your niche is or your other interests are, Um, or your music is all about, provide value in that way. Now, I am not really about vanity metrics, but I'm going to talk about it for a quick second because I don't want you to worry about like how many people are liking or I didn't get a, a ton of likes. And in fact, I'd rather have you get like less likes, but more meaningful comments or more meaningful DMs is even better than just getting a bunch of likes, but not actually getting any quality engagement from people. So, what a few things that I want you to consider are number one, who is following you now? Like, are the people following you now really your ideal audience? I was speaking with a client of mine earlier today who has finally made the pivot to being the vocal coach, being a vocal coach for theater professionals who are auditioning for Broadway or professional theater, not just anyone who wants to learn to sing, right? And so a lot of the people who were following her, we were talking about it, are either like, old friends and family, like, yeah, people who support her but aren't actually going to buy, people from other coaching programs she's done who aren't going to buy, and other leads who either already work with her or just at this point are probably not going to work with her because they've never bothered to take the step until this point yet. So we talked about it and she had gone through and figured out that you can actually remove people as a follower on Instagram, which is pretty cool. Um, 
And she had gone through and removed a lot of other people and she's going to go through again and remove more people so that even though she might have less followers when she does that, the people who are following her are quality people who are actually interested in what she is doing. Now, here's a theory behind why I think this will work. During June and all of the Black Lives Matter protests and movement were happening and you notice there was a lot of people sharing graphics of organizations and businesses uh, who are black owned to follow. Now, a lot of social media experts came out and said, don't actually just blindly follow these people because if you do and they get an influx of followers but you have no intention of engaging with them or never end up engaging with them, it could actually end up hurting their engagement rates. And so I haven't seen any studies to say if this like for sure happens or for sure doesn't happen, but it's something that I want you to consider that might be impacting your engagement as well. If you have a lot of people following you who are just not relevant to what you do or don't care about what you do, then that follower to engaging rate is gonna end up being low and Instagram might not see that as being good content. Like if you have a thousand followers and you have 20 people engaging with your post, even if 500 or 600 of those followers are crappy followers and they're not quality people anyway, because they're following you and that post is getting so little attention, then Instagram might see that as a post that's just not good and not therefore push it out to your other followers. So this is just a theory. It's not been proven or anything. But I want you to consider that as you're taking a look at your audience right now, the engagement that you're getting, the content you're putting out, and how it's doing. Consider if you need to remove some followers and really just clean up your Instagram so the people that you're following and the people that are following you are quality people. Obviously, you can't control everyone who's following you. Like, it would be a lot of work to go through every single day and see, who followed me? I'm going to make them unfollow me. That's not really what I'm saying. But you can do, like, a cleanup to make sure there's no bots following you. Or if there's any people who are just totally inactive following you, you can take care of that yourself and make sure that you can therefore improve your sort of engagement to follower rate. Now, the last thing I'll say before we wrap up today's episode is to make sure that you stay consistent and patient. It takes time to build up a following and it's better to have less quality leads than more leads that are not good quality, right? Quality over quantity is what we want. And so even if you feel like your audience isn't that big, it's not about how big it is. It's about how many people are engaged and paying attention to you and how many people want what you have. You can make a lot of money without having a lot of followers. You can get a lot of engagement without having a lot of followers. And we wanna make sure that that is what's valued over just the numbers. So putting out content that your audience values, wants, and needs is going to help that. It's going to help get your current uh, following engaged. Now that itself is also going to help you grow because if the content's good, most likely it's going to attract new people into your audience. But I want you to focus not as much on growth right now as you identify your audience. Take a second first to just look at what am I doing aside from growth? Like just what am I doing right now and how can I improve that right now? by defining your ICA, by cleaning up your Instagram, and by putting out quality content. And then once you've done that, you can focus on growth and continuing to attract more ICAs into your audience. But until you've done those first three steps, then growing your audience is gonna be a moot point because if you don't have content out there, 
that's going to keep them and that's going to engage them once you attract them in, they're going to end up leaving or they're going to end up just another unengaged follower. And we don't want that. So take these three steps, do this little social media check-in to see where you're at and how your audience is engaging with you. This is a crucial step that you need to take before you go out and launch anything. If your audience is not engaged, then guess what? Your launch is going to be a flop. And then you're going to be frustrated, sad, and have to do it all over again shortly after just so that you can make ends meet. That is not something we want. That is why I have decided to launch my new program, Out to Launch, which teaches you exactly how to have a sold out launch in less than three months. It takes you through the whole process of really fine tuning your audience, warming them up, taking you through a launch strategy and the pre-launch and post-launch strategy that is needed to really make your launch a success. So that is a little teaser for you. You are special because you're on my podcast and so you're hearing about it early, but we are opening up the doors tonight and tomorrow for Out to Launch. So if you wanna hear more about this program, head to katiezacardi.com slash out to launch. Applications will be open any minute now, depending on when you're listening to this, so you can go and apply and lock in your spot and have your program or Patreon launched by April of this year, which is totally insane. You can have a sold out launch at the beginning of 2021. That is what I'm here to help you do. And I just know that my audience is craving this and is so ready to accomplish that goal. So if you have any questions about this episode, feel free to DM me on Instagram at Katie Zaccardi. If you loved this episode, screenshot it and tag me on Instagram at Katie Zaccardi and at Out to Be Podcast. And if you want to check out Out to Launch, you can head to katiezaccardi.com slash out to launch for all the juicy details. All right, everyone, that's all for this week. I'll talk to you all next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Out to Be Podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, rate and review it on Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. That really helps us spread the message and get this podcast out to even more women in music. For more information on coaching services, head to katiezacardi.com. See you next week.